I brought us a, a skincare mystery. I think this is actually the start of our offshoot into crime podcast. Mm-hmm. And I can actually see this t- turning into a Netflix special six part. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Put the Lotion in the Basket. I am Patrick. I'm Anna. And I'm really happy that we are in the same room together, Anna. Finally. I know. Finally delivering on our promise. Yes, we did have a couple of episodes that were remote. They weren't without challenges. They were not. We had some technical challenges. (laughs) (laughs) We did. But the point is, we got through those challenges and we created some content Will it win awards? I don't know. Possibly not. (laughs) But the point is, we showed up, we did what we set out to do, which was talk about skincare, and I had a thoroughly good time. Me too. So, pat on the back for both of us. Yay us. And now we're reunited in your kitchen. Yes, yes, the kitchen is my happy place. And especially today, because we've got a lot to talk about today. I want to kick off by talking about Christmas we're in December. It's holiday season. I kind of lose my shit at this time of year <laughs> when it comes to things like deals and um, packages and sets, skincare sets that are either hugely discounted or free if you buy something else. So you can't see what I've got on the table, but I'm going to tell you, I've probably got about between 30 to 35 different products by Estee Lauder in various boxes. <laughs> and so my point is, this time of year, people who are in the advertising game and in the PR game, they need people like me who are basically like magpies when it comes to deals, quote unquote. Some I've probably been completely ripped off, but there is one that I've got to talk about. Oh, yes. This, I don't know if you've heard of this deal, Anna. So this is Estee Lauder. Okay, now this is a huge red box, right? Yes, huge red cardboard box here, Estee Lauder, with photo of many products on the front. Is that everything that's inside? This is like... How many, is that, that's like a dozen products it's, it's, it's 11 full-size products, okay? And we're talking kind of like the Holy Grail products. So like the Advanced Night Repair Serum that's often in the top tens of like, skin, you know, skincare staples that we see online. The, their, their eye cream, their Advanced Night Repair eye cream, makeup, retail price, $615. You get it for $85. If you buy any other Estee Lauder products. Wow. I'm I'm sorry. I I cannot find a reason not to do this. That is a good deal. $85 for for what's usually $600. $600. That's what it would be if you bought all of them full, you know, individually. So now it has a couple of lipsticks. Some eyeshadow. Yeah, it's got a lot of makeup. Here's the thing. (laughs) I'm actually, this isn't for me. I'm actually going to give this one away. Lovely. I I got it last year for me. I didn't use the makeup. I did use the serums, the eye creams and everything else. Yeah. And it's, look. Well, for that alone, I mean, it probably, as long as there's 80, $5 $5 worth of product that you would use. Yeah. Then for sure. Well, the most expensive products are the serum and the eye cream. So, you know, and the moisturizer. So I look, I think it's a good deal. If you're like me and you love a bit of packaging, you love a bit of sparkle, it, you just can't go wrong with it. I found out about this deal on Reddit on a skincare subreddit. 
I so I went online to do it again this year. It had sold out. Wow. So I actually took myself to Macy's on Friday in the hope that they had a couple of these knocking around. They did. So I bought I bought uh I bought this, I think, actually, which was another deal. And then I got this other thing for $85. So when I say this, I'm talking about another Estee Lauder box of serum, eye cream, and um, moisturizer. So basically, I've got all of my Christmas presents sorted. I'm going back to the UK for Christmas. My family, my sisters and my two sisters and my mother will be getting will be getting the, the these gifts. I don't know who's getting the big one yet, though, but probably my mom. Wonderful. I love it. Maybe you will single-handedly save the Estee Lauder empire, because I was just reading this week about all the trouble that they're in financially. Oh, no, they're not, are they? Yes, there's, so they're, it's a family business, and they've apparently in the past year lost something like $15 billion worth of wealth. It has something to do with stocks and their prices going down. But yeah. Well, it's because it's, it's mm-hmm. they're selling $615 worth of product for $85. Yeah. You know? So you're either part of the solution for them or part of the problem. I don't know which, but. I don't know which. Yeah, but their empire is suffering. Also, fun fact, I did not realize all the brands that Estee Lauder owns, which includes The Ordinary. Yes. Aveda, uh, Smashbox. They own everything. Two-Faced Tom Ford. I didn't know that. So, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. They're kind of like, um, they're kind of like whoever owns Colgate toothpaste, uh, Procter and Gamble. If you heard of those, mm-hmm. they're like, they just own everything. Like they own, totally. I think they even own Starbucks. It's, you know, I, maybe Estee Lauder owns Starbucks. I don't know. But yeah, um, I, well, I really hope they do better, um, you know, next year. And I really hope that, you know, they, um, never stop this deal because, um, it just brings me so much joy. Totally. And is there a name for this box? It's, it's like, on, it, online. It's just called the 11 full-size favorites. Okay, got it. Um, it's a nice red box with gold stars on it. It's very... You can't, yeah, what, it yeah, just can't, you can't go Christmas-y. wrong with it. People, you know, people swear by this advanced night repair serum. Here's the thing. I like putting it on. Has it changed my face? Not really. Does it have any active ingredients in it? Not really. I think it has caffeine in it. But there's something about it that people really love, especially people of a certain age, 40 plus. Um, It's just one of those staple products that people just kind of love. And I'm one of those people. So there we are. There we are. Are you indulging in anything for yourself or for anyone else in the skincare realm for Christmas? I haven't gone too crazy because most of the gifts I, I have to buy are are not for people in my life that are into skincare, really. Right. You know, like my five-year-old son, for example. <laughs> wow. Yeah. We're talking about that later. But yeah, yes. no, no. We're not getting him any skincare <laughs> products. Um, but I did, I mean, very boring. I did buy one product on Black Friday that was this... Uh, overnight cream that I like from good old Dr. Dennis Gross, my favorite. Uh, It's just the cream that I use every night. I think it's called Intense Wrinkle Cream. Not that I have intense wrinkles, but I'm hoping that by using it, I'll avoid them. Yes. It's just nice. It's a moisturizer, so it's not drying at all, but it has some retinol in it and other good things. Nice. And yeah, on Black Friday, it was like 30% off. So I just thought, well, I'll just stock up on my next tub of that while it's on sale. So that was kind of the one holiday skincare deal that I've indulged in so far. And then, um, you know, I've been swimming in these free Dr. Lara Devgan products since we ran last or our last episode, our interview with her, you know, I walked away from that with some products. So. And how are they doing? Because it's been, it's been almost two weeks since you've been using it, right? Yeah. I mean, I think pretty well. Your skin is looking good. I mean, it always looks good, but I must say it's got, it does have a, a glow and a sheen and, you know, 
I'm I'm impressed. I I think the serums are really good. I've been using her vitamin C and her hyaluronic serum each day under my under my sunblock and no complaints. I think they're good. I mean, I've also been getting a little more sleep in the last couple of weeks. So who knows, right? Who knows yeah, how much yeah. of a difference any of these products make? But um, but I really like them. They're great. Fab. Yeah. Okay, so that's Christmas out of the way. Um, and now we're going to get a little bit scientific. We are. Because one of us has actually done some research for this podcast. Um, and oh, yeah. That person is not me. It's Anna. Um, so I'm going to play the role of um, student and listener, and I'm going to listen to what you found out about quite an exciting new type of serum. Yeah. So this actually is Christmas end of year related as well, because I, I got onto this topic from reading one of those lists of of the, the skincare trends that we like from 2023 as the end of the year approaches. Uh-huh. So on one of these lists, there was a, it, they had a section about growth factor serums, which I have paid no attention to. You, growth to. factor? Growth factor. Okay. Yeah. Have you heard about this? I know. It, it, give, it makes me think of like growth hormone, like human it, growth hormone. You no, know, you're not far off. It's not there. They don't have hormones in them, but but you're not far off in terms of your line of thinking. So this is a whole new family of serums that um, that have in them growth factors. Now, I'm not going to do a great job explaining the science because I don't understand it that well. But basically, I have my, I'm have referring to my notes here. So I have my laptop in front of me. So growth factors are a kind of naturally occurring protein that is produced in skin cells, human skin cells, animal cells, plant skin cells. And these proteins help you maintain healthy skin. Yeah, they help with collagen production and all these various good things that our cells do. I probably bungled that in some way, but whatever. Yeah. That's kind of growth factors. And then there is a certain kind of growth factor called an exosome, which is like a, I don't know, it's something that within our cells, it's like a cell component. And I guess these are generally what you find in this sort of new batch of serums. This is the the kind of growth factor. And the TLDR version is that these serums are supposed to help stimulate collagen production. They're supposed to help reduce wrinkles and fine lines. They're supposed to help repair sun damage and scars and also plump and hydrate the skin. I mean, they sound like this all-in-one, you know, miracle product. Right. But like, here's the thing. I hear that kind of blurb about peptides, ceramides, retinol, uh, tretinoin. Like I've, I hear about collagen production and all of those other things. So I'm just, I'm not saying I don't believe in it, but like why, what's different about this compared to what we've kind of heard so many, for so many years about these other ingredients, active ingredients like ceramides and what have you? I think that's a great question, which I am not equipped to answer because I don't understand the science well no, enough. You're to not answer. a dermatologist. But you're not yeah. going to sit here and pretend I mean, that you are. Basically, my understanding is that, you know, these growth factor serums kind of do, yes, similar things to what other active ingredients that we're familiar with do, whether it's retinol or vitamin C, but maybe a little more effectively and kind of in an all-in-one way. There's something about the technology of these that apparently penetrates your skin deeper and mm-hmm. more effectively than a lot of the products that we're already familiar with. Now, I don't know. You know, I like you, I am skeptical that there 
is any product that you can just put on your face that's really super transformative, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and these are expensive, really expensive. So there's one by a brand called Angela Coglia, maybe I'm mispronouncing that, it, that is very popular. She's apparently a celebrity esthetician, so she has this line, and she has this very popular growth factor serum that's $395. Okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay, so, that, no, so that's a lot. That like I was expecting you to say like four digits. Oh yeah, no. You know, so that's not. I mean, that's a lot of money. Of course it is, but it's not like eye-wateringly expensive. True. If what they say, if it is groundbreaking, and yeah. if it is a new technology that's been discovered, then you know, I, you know, if Angela's listening. We are. We would be open We're to open. trying your product. We'd be open to trying it for free. And then we'll give you a review. <laughs> yeah, for, for free. Yeah. There's one by Dr. Barbara Sturm. You know that line? Yes, I've heard of them. That's $500. It's called the Exosomedic, Exoso, Exosomedic Face Serum. I mean, I'm. this is just going to be an episode riddled with mispronunciations. So forgive me. It's just my blanket apology. So that's $500. Now... Now, I've gone a step further. I ended up really doing a deep dive on this. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up finding, this is going to end with a product recommendation. So I ended up finding a study online from the National Institutes of Health about growth factor in cosmetic products. This is a study from a year ago, so December 2022. Now, let me tell you, this was not easy reading, okay? These scientists at the NIH, they are not very good writers, I have to say. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no, the beginning of this, the, it opens with, quote, beauty is an eternal pursuit of all people. <laughs> and oh, then from God. there, it's just like a bunch of scientific gobbledygook that it was very hard to understand with graphs and charts and blah, 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 blah. I had two takeaways. One is this study seems to find that these, this family of products have, they do penetrate skin tissue really well. They do have these unique benefits in terms of effectiveness, mm -hmm. but also we need to study them more. It sounds like there haven't been a lot of long-term clinical studies on these products. There are also certain challenges with them, like keeping the ingredients stable for long periods of time. So, um, you know, it was, Promising, a little bit ambiguous, but this was my other takeaway. So in this NIH study, they mentioned they have a paragraph where they say, I'm going to quote from it. It says, some regenerative medicine companies such as Benev and Chimera Labs have developed healthcare products involving exosomes for skin damage, anti-aging, pigment regulation, um, these products have been approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. <laughs> so my takeaway is, oh, this science-y study mentions two specific products that apparently <laughs> are FDA approved in terms of having these benefits. So those are the products that I'm going to look at. So there's one they mentioned, Chimera Labs, which I looked up and it's insanely expensive and seems it's kind of even unclear how you purchase it. So I crossed that one out. But this other one they mentioned Benev, B-E-N-E-V, kind of like benevolent, but um, uh -huh. but without <laughs> the second half of the word. So I'm just looking now. So they have a growth factor serum. It's called 
GF DNA serum, so growth factor DNA serum, and it's $159. Oh, that's a steal. A relative steal. The other ones, it's basically free. Yeah. GF DNA serum. GF dash DNA serum. DNA serum, Mm -hmm. okay. So if I were going to shell out for one of these, this is probably the one I would try just based on that bit of my research. Yeah. But I think this is the thing with the skincare industry in general and like skincare fans like us. I don't even need, I don't, I wouldn't even do the deep dive you've done. All I need to see <laughs> is something like FDA approved. I'm like, oh my God, this is it. This is, this is the one. This is going to be the skincare <laughs> system that's going to change my life because it's been FDA approved. And, and then when you scratch beneath the surface, you realize that no one's really doing the research that they're supposed to be doing. And it's kind of an exercise in smoke and mirrors, but it's as long as you can put a word that you can't pronounce, like exosome, <laughs> onto a onto a product, or like stem cell, like a couple of years ago, oh, yeah. I started seeing stem cell. So I'm like, oh, stem cell, that sounds really advanced. I need that on my face totally. now. You know, I don't, I don't even know what stem cell is. I just know it sounds impressive. And if it's on a bottle and it's reassuringly expensive, I know that I need it. Absolutely. And if the name suggests that it's going to give me baby skin, like, oh, stem cells. Like, (laughs) I don't know. It sounds like something that babies are made of. Yeah, yeah, for sure. (laughs) For sure. Sure. But don't let let science or truth get in the way of a good story. No, do not. I will say if you want to try this with minimal investment, I also found there is one made by the company, The Inky List, which is Another of these sort of ordinary-esque, yeah, like budget brands. They make um, a growth factor slash vitamin C serum. So it's both and it's $16 or something like that. So it's 16 compared to 510. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, yeah, I mean, we should probably do a side-by-side trial of both of those just to see. Oh, that's a good idea. You know, just to see what, you know, which one is, which one is the best. Um, but very interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you are kind of investigating what's at the cutting edge of um, this in the skincare industry, whilst I am busying myself buying Estee Lauder. That's important too. It's important too. It has it. It has its place. Arguably more important. Well, I'll be boring oh. our listeners to death. They're like, just tell me the product <laughs> to just buy. Tell me the product. God. Tell me how much it is and tell me if it bloody works. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know yet if it works, but I'm going to, the one I'm going to try is Benev because it's. Yeah. Yeah. Do so if, and how much is that going to set you back? 159 bucks. Okay. 159. I'll see if I can chip in. Maybe we can set up a GoFundMe. I don't know. Love it. Yeah. Should we do a GoFundMe for skincare? We totally should. (laughs) Guys, if anyone would like to contribute to our GoFundMe so that we can buy skincare products to try them out. To let you know if um, they are worth buying, then let us know if you think that's a good idea and we'll set one up. We'll set it up today. Yeah. Email us. Uh, what's our email again? I have to check. Oh, it's, uh, it's lotion in the basket podcast at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Mm-hmm. With, we're, we're that advanced that we have a Gmail account for our mm-hmm. podcast, but we are, you know, we're, we're, it's still season one. We're in, you know, we're, we're at the, we're in the, Fetus stage of of our growth as a the um, stem cell stage. The stem cell, thank you. It's very good stem we cell wish. stage of our um, you know, of our growth as a podcast. And we're just gonna keep we're just gonna keep going. Um, let's now talk about an article that I saw, I think it was in the New York Post, a very reputable 
um, you know, news site. The New York Post, yes. Known um, as a bastion of yeah, journalism. A fountain of truth, always. So there's a, a new skincare trend called Gen Alpha skincare trends. And this is basically tweens. So like a tween is, I think, someone from the eight between the ages of nine and 12. Yeah, it sounds about right. So just kind of before they enter teenhood. So tweens are now doing kind of, well, they're, they're now talking about their skincare routines. Some of them have up to kind of 10 different products in a skincare routine. They're doing get ready with me's on social media. So this is TikTok or on, YouTube. Yeah, or- on TikTok and YouTube and Instagram. But, you know, people like Northwest, um, what's her last name? Oh, yes. Northwest Kardashian West. Yes, Kim Kardashian's daughter. Also, Kourtney Kardashian's daughter is into this. And uh, They're all into it. And obviously, yeah. they're using their parents' respective skincare lines to kind of, you know... And, you know, look, I'm okay with that. But my point is, we're talking about 11-year-olds with perfect skin, because they're 11... <laughs> rubbing really quite, you know, complex, um, expensive products into their face in the name of clout on social media. Right. So what do we think about it? Yes. Well, of course, the New York Post had a very, what is it called? Dermatologists react. Yes. Sound off on Gen Alpha skincare Outraged dermatologists talking about the insanity of 11-year-olds doing these these complicated TikTok videos about their multi-step yeah. Routines. It seems like there's two components to the controversy here. So one is the price of the products yeah. that some of these more popular kids have been using. So the Kardashian kids are doing these multi-step skincare routines with these uh, drunk elephant products, for example, seem to be yeah. really popular in, in these videos. And they're really expensive. So there's that aspect of it, which is a little bit yuck. And then there's just the, the just the fact of kids this age doing this at all, which seems over the top and vain and unnecessary. There's there's kind of a narcissism angle to it. And also it's kind of like if if you're thinking about your skincare routine at the age of 11, what the hell are you going to be like when you're 30? Yeah, well, you might have really good skin for one thing. Yeah, you might. (laughs) So... Yeah, well, now now you've made me think that it's all... We should be rolling this out across schools in America. But it's like if... I just think it's starting a ticking time bomb of, you know, over overly um, obsessive kind of self-obsession Yeah. at a time when, you know, kids should just be, you know, rolling around in the mud or whatever they should be doing. Yeah, there is something sad about it because, I mean, all joking aside, look, it's one thing for us. Like, we are old and personalities are sort of established and we need this stuff. We yeah, need our multi-step no, we need skincare it. routines. Okay, we need trust everything us. everything that is out there. We yeah, need so it. that's one thing. But um, yeah, there is something a little sad about 11 or 12-year-olds getting really into this stuff because in a perfect world, they wouldn't be that concerned with their appearances, you know? And I'm sure that I'm not a psychologist, but I'm sure that it's just all the social media pressure and, you know, that yeah. being an angle on this too. I'm sure that it sets people up for having body dysmorphia or all sorts of, you know, issues that, I I don't know, seems like could come from this. So, yeah, I mean, there's a part of me that definitely finds it disturbing and I would definitely not want, I wouldn't want my kid to be concerned with their skin at that age. And then at the same time, there's a part of me that thinks, well, also kids and and teenagers, I guess we're talking about preteens here, but, you know, kids and teenagers have 
always been susceptible to peer pressure in different ways. And yeah, I, I don't know. I just feel like there's always been disturbing elements of the adolescent experience. Like I feel like a lot of girls in my middle and high school were anorexic, for example. And Oh, for you know, sure. That's not, that's nothing new. No, so and body is- dysmorphia. It's been around long before social media. And it's like kids want to emulate what older people do. You know, when you, when I was five, I was walking around in my mum's high heels and, you know, I, you know, it's, it, uh, maybe that's for another podcast, but <laughs> you know, my point is there's nothing new about trying to be older than you or they already are. No, or frankly, kids struggling with, you know, body image issues and finding different ways to express that. And I'm not saying that the kids making these videos have psychological issues or anything like that. I have no idea, but you know, I think part of the concern is just that these, the existence of this strain of social media kind of introduces some ideas to people of that age that can lead to those kinds of problems and an overemphasis on appearance. And that's always been an issue. I guess social media really does amplify it. And um, yeah, I don't know. There is something about this. that's like, uh, it does seem a little toxic. I mean, it just like, leave it to us, you know? Yeah, leave it to us and give us a head start. Your skin already looks amazing, 11-year-olds. Yeah. Okay, we're trying to get your 11-year-old skin back in, <laughs> back on our faces. So just stop making it hard for the rest right? of us who actually need help. It's funny. I will say when I was 11, I did have my prized possession. That That is the first year that I remember using any product at all on my face. And I had this um, very fruity-scented face wash from the body wash, the body shop, you know, the body shop, body shop, of course, they made this face wash that was so overwhelmingly fruit scented that you would wash your face with it. And then it would, you would smell like it all day long. They were obsessed with strawberry and it wasn't, Mm -hmm. it did not smell like a strawberry at all. It smelled like a factory produced strawberry. Yes. And Uh, I, yeah. I remember having that and just loving it because I loved the way it smelled and I would wash my face with it in the morning And that is my earliest memory of actually using something to wash my face. And I would just, I wasn't thinking about how my skin looked at all, though. I would just like the smell of it. And I'd go to school and I liked that fruity scent. I think I got it because we we actually went on a school trip to Washington, D.C. And we went to see all these monuments and we probably went to the Library of Congress and all this stuff. I have almost no memories of any of the educational parts, but what I do remember is the one afternoon that they let us loose at a shopping mall and I bought this face wash. And then that was just my prized possession for the rest of the year. And I just, I loved the smell so much. I can still remember the smell of it. So anyway, that's kind of a tangent. I digress. But I guess my point is that when I really reach back into my memory, I guess it's not out of the question that kids that age would start to get interested in cosmetics, even though it seems really young now. But looking back on being that age, I sort of remember having a very nascent interest in those things. But yeah, it's probably a bit much to be. Yeah, it's a bit much. And again, I, I think it just comes down to sharing these moments of like, you know, uh, putting on, experimenting with skincare and just putting it on social media for the whole world to see. It's that element. But that's no one's, that's not children's fault. It's just the world we live in. Yeah. Everything's done. You know, kids use social media. Kids have phones. I did not when I was a kid because there were no phones apart from the ones attached to walls. You know, that's how old I am. Um, so I think the kids of today are going to be fine. And if they're not, I don't think it's because they're trying on their mum's, 
you know, drunk elephant moisturizer at the age of 11. Yeah, There's no, plenty I mean, more risks and dangers out there, you know, right now. Many more, yeah. So, and who knows? Luck, Maybe kids. they'll just have amazing skin, you know? Maybe they will. Yeah, let's put a positive spin on it. You know, if they're, if they're <laughs> thinking about hydration and SPF at the age of 11, I'm sorry, I don't have a problem with that. Totally. I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> and, I, and I will never discourage someone whatever age they are, to take care of their skin and protect it from the sun. Thank you. Yeah, we've come full circle on this. Yeah, we love it. In fact, I'm, I'm encouraging all kids out there to <laughs> use their mother's um, expensive skincare and share it on social media for all of us to see. Um, okay, fantastic. I'm really Wonderful. glad we got that off our chests. Yeah. Well, that was a journey. We have one more topic. Oh, yes, we do. Um, now, this is a little mystery. <gasps> I brought us a, a skincare mystery, and I'm hoping we can we can follow this mystery and get some answers over the course of this podcast. Yeah, I think this is actually the start of our offshoot into crime podcast. Mm -hmm. And I can actually see this turning into a Netflix special six part. This is going to be the next season of Serial, you guys. <laughs> Just get ready. The New York Times is going to be knocking on our door and we're going to be doing... This is... I'm yeah. telling you, the next season of Serial yeah. is us. <laughs> um, okay, we've talked on this podcast before about the Dr. Brenner brand of skincare products. Yes. It's a TikTok favorite. There's a lot of Reddit threads devoted to it. And, and I'm a fan too. Um, I think I've talked before that about their vitamin C serum, which according to multiple sources on the internet, is almost an identical dupe to the very expensive SkinCeuticals vitamin C serum. But the, the doctor- holy, The holy grail. The holy grail. But the Dr. Brenner one is only about $20. Versus $200. Yeah. So I'm a big fan of that. And yeah, I have it too. And I've used it. And I, I like the effects that it's brought to my skin. Yeah, me too. So I just, I got more curious about this brand. And I was trying to find out more about them over the last week. And so you go on their website and they, they have a small number of products. They make like a handful of serums and different products, which I would certainly try. But other than that... It's very mysterious and it's very hard to get even basic information about who's behind the brand, where are they based? Is there even a Dr. Brenner? I don't know. Oh my goodness. And I'm just incredibly curious and I hope that we can find out more. So, um, so if you go on their website, it says, we are a small cosmeceutical product development lab. We make highly effective products with the collaboration of dermatologists and cosmetic chemists. Okay, fine. But wh who? What dermatologists? Yeah, it's kind of disconcertingly vague, isn't it? It's just Con very... Considering the buzz that it's creating on online yeah. and TikTok, I would just hope for a little bit more. I'm on the website now and it's, it is a bit basic. It's kind of giving me Craigslist vibes. Yeah, it's weird, right? And, and then, yeah. and like, there's no... And for all the attention that they've gotten for their products, and deservedly so, there's no interviews that I can find anywhere with the founder. There's no... Normal yeah. type publicity. And then, then I went on their Instagram. Okay. Their Instagram is Dr. Brenner Shop. So it's got their tagline here, nature enhanced by science. They've In their bio, it says, visit our blog at drbrennershop.com. So I go to their website and look at their blog and it's blank. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, this, this is starting to make me feel a bit uncomfortable. And then... And then this Instagram, so I'm surprised that it has only 282 followers. 
that's not a lot. And then the posts are bizarre. Um, there's not that many of them. They go back to February 2019, but there's only like less than a couple dozen posts on here. And a lot of them are photos of meals. Like, look, okay, so here's a photo that they posted on their Instagram. It's a picture of a plate with asparagus, I think salmon and avocado. And the caption is, wondering what famous Instagram models look like without a filter? This, what you put in your body is what you'll get out. Try our serums to get that glowing filter effect in real life. Hashtag lifestyle, hashtag healthy food, hashtag serum. I mean, it's weird, right? It's totally weird. So for a start, Famous Instagram models do not look like a plate of salmon and asparagus without a filter. No. That's the first thing. Secondly, the, the whole point of saying what you put in your body is what you'll get out is the complete antithesis to the skincare industry, which is what you put on your face, yeah, not in your body. True. So unless I'm missing something. There's also something like scatological about this. I'm like, when they say what you put in your body is what you'll get out. And yeah, it's a yeah, plate exactly. of food. I'm just thinking about poop. Yeah, no, totally. You're, everything about this is jarring to me. Weird. So I'm either missing something look, really genius or there's something a bit fishy afoot here. Here's another one. This is a post of, um, it's like a taco buffet. And then, and then on the table with the taco fixings is a bowl of Dr. Brenner serums. And the caption is, extra, extra, read all about it. Stress can make your skin suffer. So take a siesta after the fiesta. Hashtag... Fiesta, hashtag tacos, hashtag skincare routine. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, And the, the serums in that picture look like something that you might drizzle on top of the food. It's just, it's just a weird wrong. It's a weird Instagram account, a weird, a weird internet presence. And so I, it, this has all made me incredibly curious about this brand. Yeah, like, because is this here's just the thing. Some college students in a lab cooking yeah, this up. Yeah, or just some like strange old man in a basement somewhere. Right? That's, now here's the thing. Disclaimer, we are not bashing Dr. Brenner here. No, I know we it like sounds their like vitamin are, C because serum. The reason we're taking the time to talk about it is because I really love the serum that I tried from them. So I'm all I'm saying is the effects that I felt from the serum do not reflect the online presence of the Dr. Brenner brand. Yeah. So I so we're gonna start an investigation, aren't we? We are. This. I am going to email this brand through their website, assuming they have a contact page. I am going to ask them to come on our podcast and demystify their brand. Yes. I want to know please. who started it, when did it start, who's behind it, who are the doctors they work with? Like what just what's the deal? Who's Dr. Brenner? I want to know. Who is Dr. And Brenner? And also why is their Instagram so weird? Yeah, why have you not posted anything since 2019 despite sen- selling products up until the present day. I'm um, all, you know, we're in, we're, this is an open invitation for you to come and join us on uh, Put the Lotion in the Basket podcast. Talk about your products, explain your interesting choices when it comes to um, promoting um, tacos and serums. Um, and also please bring um, your entire product line um, and gift um, myself and Anna, all of your products. Um, that's all we're asking that's for. That's all we're asking for. It's not much. It's not, it's much. not much. I will say this. Hang on. I've just seen something on their Instagram. There is a woman speaking. Oh yeah. I watched Who that video. She? We don't know. It doesn't explain it. So they have one post. Sorry, I'm just watching it. Ingredients. It can reverse sunspots and improve the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles. It can also improve yeah. the skin firmness and 
brighten your complexion. Yeah, so that's not Dr. Brenner. No, it's just a woman, an unidentified woman touting the benefits of vitamin C on your skin. And she's wearing a blazer and a button-down shirt, so she looks kind of professional. But the caption doesn't explain who she is. It's It's just just weird. weird. Right? We should reverse Google image search her face. Yeah, I want to. I'd like to track down this. Go catfish style on her. Yeah, 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 for sure. Everything I know about investigative journalism, I learned from watching Catfish. Of course, on MTV. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, and and Dr. Phil as well. I mean, he's huge on catfish, catfish stories. So, yeah, I'm. We've started the investigation again. We are not bashing Dr. Brenner. No, we're not bashing that lovely lady. Um, who that that we were just talking about either. I'm sure she's legit. I'm sure she's, I'm sure she has, she looks like she's got great skin, but who is she? Who? That's all we want to know. That's all we want to know. Okay. So more will be revealed. Mm -hmm. There's more to come on this developing story. Okay, See you next a, time. It's a really weird ending to our podcast. That's fine. So, but yes, happy holidays to everybody and um, just never stop using SPF. Thank SPF. you. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.